the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. Last week we spoke about how our temple becomes defiled. This week we'll talk about activating our faith as each day we are challenged by our culture. You won't want to miss this program. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we invite you, Lord, to be in everything we do, everything we say, Everything we hear, let it all be about you. Let the love of Messiah be richly implanted within us and that each program would challenge us, each each discussion would challenge us to be the best we can be. So, Lord, pour out your Spirit, anoint this time, and uh, we just thank you for it. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. So we're about to be at the end of the year, right? And we certainly could use financial support at this time. We don't have uh, business advertising or any other kind of revenue stream, so we depend completely on your generosity at this time of the year. So also, we'd love to have you come visit us Friday night or Saturday morning. You know, if you're a churchgoer, there's nothing that will interfere with our services and your services on Sunday. So check our website for times and locations. Go to shereshdavid.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. And certainly any questions or comments that you would like uh, me to review, certainly uh Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. So we've dedicated our lives to the Lord at Hanukkah time, and now it's about growing, truly becoming a disciple of the living God, right? I believe wrestling with God and struggling with his word brings refinement and maturity. And if, if we don't think about what we're doing, and we're not willing to struggle with God and his word, that oftentimes we hit a slippery slope that we don't know we've even begun. You know, Jacob wrestled with God, and his name was changed to Israel, which means struggling with God and men and overcoming. So let us be like Israel, overcomers. So let the struggle begin. Dedication to God has to look like something, right? Here are some questions for you to consider. 
have you assimilated into our culture? And that would be, you know, going against God, right? To to be part of the culture? Maybe, maybe not. Are all things that seem good God things? When we put God in a secular circumstance, does that make the circumstance godly? Are you and I part of a cultural slippery slope from God? Is doing something that has no scriptural authority always bad? Do you ever wrestle with these kinds of questions? You know, in 1 Corinthians 10.23, it says everything is permitted, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permitted, but not everything builds up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. One test of our application of our dedication to God is seeing that what we did to bless our neighbor. Have we blessed our neighbor today or this week or uh, another idea it comes from First Peter 2.16, live as free people, but not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, rather live as God's slaves. So a second test of our application of dedication is whether or not we see ourselves as God's slave. Keep these scriptures in mind. You might need them as we continue our discussion. You know, we do many things, but if they're not God things, are we going in the wrong direction? Does it start us on a slippery slope? So over the past couple weeks, we've talked about what we should be as a result of dedicating our lives to the Lord and what we shouldn't allow in our lives, which is allowing the culture we live in to become the guiding force in our lives. So one of the keys in this spiritual fight is to come against apathy. One of the greatest dangers we face is becoming apathetic. You know, apathy is the lack of interest or enthusiasm or concern. So do you care that we are losing our biblical culture for a worldly culture? If you knew that you could do something to help turn our country back to God, would you do it? How important is this to you? What are you willing to do? Well, let me ask you, have you prayed about this today? If it's important, you must have prayed about this very thing today, right? Have you spoken to people about this today? making sure, obviously, that we speak in love. So if somebody disagrees with us, uh, we, we are not losing our credibility as believers, right? But have you done something this week to be a vocal majority rather than a silent majority uh, concerning our culture? Do you remember this story from a couple years ago? I mentioned it before. After facing massive backlash on social media, the Hallmark Channel reversed course and they decided to allow the LGBT-themed ads to air on its platform despite resistance from conservative and and family groups. So uh, Mike Perry, the CEO of Hallmark Cards, uh, apologized for having caused hurt and disappointment 
for pulling the Zola ad featuring a lesbian wedding kiss and promising to build a more inclusive atmosphere in the company's program. Well, what this means is that Hallmark Channel, which for years had been called the Family Movie Channel, would allow commercials, which they did, that promote same-sex marriages as the norm and will work with the LGBT organizations to be more inclusive and have their movies have gay representation. Well, over the past year or two, Hallmark has done just that. Their movies have had a number of LGBT characters as part of the plot. So within two years, they went from allowing LGBT-sensitive commercials to bringing the LGBT message as normative in a number of their movies. This is Hallmark. They're called the Family Program. This is an example of Slippery Slope. You start giving in, and then it just takes over. The narrative in our culture is that if you are against having the LGBT community represented in TV and movies, you're a hater. Then they say that it is unchristian to not be inclusive, actually challenging your faith. Did you say you would do something if you knew what to do? Well, why don't you write a letter to Mike Perry, the CEO of Hallmark? His email, I believe, is mike.perry at hallmark.com. That's pretty easy. And say that you don't appreciate the LGBT message in Hallmark programming or commercials. Look, we're living in the day where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, I mentioned this last year at this time. Whoever thought I would be part of an organization called One Million Moms? (laughs) Their goal is to stop the exploitation of our children, especially by the entertainment media, TV, music, and movies. So, recently they sent me a notification about a Twix advertisement. Twix should be ashamed of this latest commercial attempt to normalize transgenderism and their use of a child to do so. So, it it starts out, there's a new nanny ad that includes an elementary age boy wearing a princess dress alongside his nanny who is dressed as a witch. The nanny threatens neighborhood children when they're confused by the boy's costume, especially since it is not Halloween. Later, children at a park also ask him why he is dressed like that. They say that he looks like a girl, and he does. The gender-confused child says, dressing like this makes me feel good. The commercial, which seems to have nothing to do with a Twix candy bar, gets worse, but I think I've told you enough for now. Scripture tells us to love our neighbor. I am really comfortable loving each and every person, even if they're a part of the LGBT community. However, should I be comfortable 
with the normalization of LGBT behavior? Should you be? Should we be comfortable with the Twix people who have decided that it's okay to offend people who believe in biblical values? Because being inclusive means including people who believe in the Bible as well, right? A year ago, someone sent me an email, and so I checked it out. And before I mention it, I I might have mentioned it last year to you, this Brazilian group, uh, it's Porta dos Fondos, translates backdoor, put a film together called The First Temptation of Christ, which depicts Yeshua as a homosexual in a, a clear attack on Christian beliefs. Using art and humor to excuse this group has... But they've attacked believers. They produced this film as a Christmas film. And, uh, you know, there was also where Yeshua has relationship with the homosexual and his disciples were alcoholics and the Virgin Mary was an adulterous woman. Until recently, you know, these works were published on YouTube, but in in 2019, Netflix bought this production. And even though it's blasphemous, uh, they had intended to show it. Now, I'm not sure if they did or not, but uh, but there's an international group called Citizens Go, is ba- and they, they battle this kind of culture. It's Citizen Go is a Spanish foundation born... From the experience and friendship of a group of people eager to serve society by ensuring that the dignity of human person and rights inherent are respected in all areas. So working from a Christian perspective, they said that they want to offer all citizens and organizations a tool to participate in the improvement of our culture. So... I know that some of you might feel uncomfortable getting email alerts about our culture. Surely I understand that we are getting too many crazy emails and it's just becomes irritating. But do you think it is time to join a few family friendly organizations, get their emails so you know what's going on and so you can react to what's going on? Because, you know, the the regular press isn't going to give you this kind of story, this kind of information. So, if you have your pencil and paper nearby, let me recommend a couple of organizations. One Million Moms is a very good organization. Intercessors for America, another very good organization. Family Research Council. Tony Perkins, excellent. The American Family Association, AFA, is is another great organization. They try and equip and, and, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of the American culture and give aid to the church here. And, and, and look, we are to join together, I think, with these organizations. The ACLJ, American Center for Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow, and the American Renewal Project, 
David Lane. Now, these are just a few of them. There are a number of them that you can join. But to join none of them means that you're probably going to be in the dark about what's going on until it affects you personally. And I understand these organizations ask for money, and you're sick of people asking for money. But honestly, that's how they function. And do you want these watchdogs in our community to help us uh, come against the this in this culture war? You know, I think we we have to uh, engage with these organizations because we know that united when we stand, we can make a difference. If we do this as individuals, we we're just we're not going to win. We have to fight as groups, as, as together. And if you're not in this fight, would you say that maybe you're a little apathetic? So what does this have to do with Hanukkah? Everything, actually. The Maccabees fought not only for freedom, but they fought because they wanted to see the culture come back to glorifying and worshiping the one true God. And I believe God saw their hearts, and somehow they won unexplainably. It was a miracle because there were so few of them. But So Hanukkah actually means dedication, as I've mentioned, and we are to dedicate ourselves to the Lord, which means we're to advocate for the Lord and his culture. Have we done anything in this past week to advocate for the Lord? for the heart of Messiah. I think it is fair to say that the gay community has an agenda. I think it's also fair to say that Black Lives Matter has an agenda. Let me ask you, do Christians have an agenda? Do you have an agenda? You get my point? I hope so. Because if without an agenda, we will do nothing. In the United States, we have a population, a culture, that has embraced a separation of church from the public square. We've embraced abortion. We've embraced changing the definition of marriage. We've changed what normality refers to regarding men and women's identity. We've made truth relative more based on feeling and experience than our culture, than based on the Bible. And political correctness is becoming the rule of law. Have you heard some of the latest things that are happening? Okay, so some of these are in Finland, but it's going to come here too. A Finnish district court prosecutor recently charged a member of the Finland State Church the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland, with criminal discrimination for refusing to work with the female pastor. Two other church leaders also have been charged for not interfering to prevent the alleged violation. How about this one? A member of Finland's parliament is facing two years in prison. So this is a parliament member, right? facing two years in prison for tweeting a message questioning the alignment of her church with a gay pride parade 
and for other statements expressing what she said is the Bible's view on homosexuality. And then there's the Reverend Dr. Juana Pohola, um, and a bishop-elect of the Evangelical Lutheran Mission Diocese of Finland, and he's been charged by Finland's prosecutor general with incitement against a group of people. The charge stems from a 2004 booklet published by the Luther Foundation that articulates historic Christian teaching on human sexuality. Now, closer to home, have you heard about Pastor uh, Tyson was arrested last week for holding church services in violation of Canada's public health order, which effectively prohibits church, church congregations from meeting to worship. So stay with me on this and, and, and just think about this. Our country's culture didn't change in the blink of an eye. We, it, it's been a slippery slope. And you have to decide if you want to come against this slippery slope. I mean, in 1962-63, prayer was taken out of the schools. 1973, abortion legalized. 60 million babies killed legally. And by the way, are you praying for the case right now before the Supreme Court daily? Prayer for that? And pray that if the Supreme Court rules somewhat against abortion, then we also have to pray that the liberals will not try and pack the court because they didn't like the ruling. In 2015, the definition of marriage was changed legally from one man and one woman. Some said the change started with women getting the right to vote. Others say when women went back to the workforce, I noticed a change in behavior when they allowed school children to dress in jeans in the early 70s. Whatever it is, our culture is evolving. And it's evolving in a way that is not godly. And maybe we don't know all the reasons, and maybe we know some of them. But my message today is not about preaching. But it's about getting you to think, are you doing everything you can to fight secularism, to fight the culture, the direction that the culture is going? Well, I'm going to have to stop there. I had a little more. Uh, We're out of time. So I'm going to... Close just by mentioning that uh, it's the end of the year. We certainly could use your financial support. What a blessing that would be. Helps to keep us on the radio. And in order to do that, you could go to heartofmessiah.org or you could call Karen at 813-831-5673. We appreciate your financial gifts. And as I said, We don't get any support any other way, and uh, it helps us stay on the air. And uh, this is a great time for us to visit your churches and talk about various topics. If you 
if your pastor would be open, if if you would recommend us, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, again, call Karen or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. We also love visitors. You can check out our congregational website, shereshtavid.org. Come bring your Jewish friends. Uh, check out our website for times, dates, locations. We have four locations. So please uh, consider as we are ending this year and soon to begin a new year, just join us uh, and in support in so many ways. We want to see Jewish people come to know Yeshua. So bring them to our congregation and let them hear the word of God. I pray that all those who are listening this day will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.